This is your uh, captain speaking. What is up, y'all? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Draft Alps for another draft, draft snack. snack. A quick draft to hold you over until that next full draft serving. That's right. I'm Dylan. And I'm Ben Jammin. Today, we are drafting video games of the year 2000. That's right. Y2K, baby! Lots of games came out in the year 2000, we know, and there's only going to be eight picks, but... Are there really more than like maybe 12, 15 that matter? Just because a lot of games come out doesn't mean they're all going to be good. Right. I mean, listen, I made a list. I've got like, I've got probably 20 games on the list. And I went, I definitely perused through 300 games. Yeah, that's a lot of games. (laughs) But first, we've got to roll for the glory of choice. All right. Here we go. Come on, Bessie. Ooh, 24. Son of a gun. You're so excited. 25. There we go. Come on, outroll him. 21. Damn it. Well, you have the glory of choice. So where are you choicing? Man. Where are you choicing at? <sighs> so much indecision out of this one. Um, let's see. Uh... Dude, your stalling is so gnarly. You want to just go first? You go first. I'm going first. Oh, right, because I had to choose that first. Yeah. Okay. You didn't know what you were doing? No. Yeah. I was just making a decision about, you know, what I'm going to choose. Oh. Yeah. Well, now you've had some time that no one knew you were taking time for. I know. Thought you were trying to determine where you were going to go in this draft order. Uh, no, no, I'll go first. I'll take it. So, I'm going to take because uh, I cannot take gold and silver as Pokemon Gold and Silver came out in 1999. I'm taking Pokemon Crystal because okay. it's a Pokemon game, and I love Pokemons. Ooh, I loved. Gold and silver, and you know what? Crystal's pretty darn good too. It's just like the other ones, except you know, it's just a little bit different. Um, I love the Johto region. I really, I thought that those games were very special, and I haven't really experienced the delight of playing a Pokemon game since those games. Because, man, when you beat the Elite Four in Johto, you get to go to Kanto. And experience that. Yeah, it was pretty sick. Oh my god, the delight, the sheer delight. Um, and uh, could you? Cr- ca- okay, correct me if I'm wrong. Can you catch the original legendary Pokemon when you go over to Kanto? Uh, I'm pretty sure you had to have. I feel I th- like you could. I feel like it. And there you were- could travel the whole map. It was so cool. Why wouldn't you be able to? It was so cool, dude. So. I don't know. I mean that that I played that game for so so many hours. Oh my god! I thought the story was really neat as well. Um, you know, Pokemon used to actually go a little bit harder with the stories in their first two generations. Kind of softened. Soft. They softened up over time. You know, they're like, oh, it's a kids' game. Well, you know what? 
kids can appreciate a dark story too. I remember being horrified when I learned about like Pokemon being mistreated by uh, the the different teams, the bad guys in those games. Yeah. Um, those games are just really special and, and gold, silver, and crystal all came out on the Game Boy Color. And I think crystal came out in Game Boy Advance too. Um, maybe I, you got to fact check me on that, but, 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 but man, these games are just so fun. Um, and you know, if one wants to pull out the shoot, the, 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 all the stops, you could even pick up a game and. Make it a stocking stuffer. Hmm. <laughs> I think, I don't know. Dude, that's some fucking bougie-ass stocking stuffer. That is a bougie-ass stocking stuffer. I don't know anyone besides you that got Pokemon games. Whoa, don't say plural. Got a Pokemon. Got, got, just got a game like that in the stocking. That's it's, crazy. It is pretty crazy. That's uh, so beyond my understanding. My mom made some irresponsible decisions with her finances, which... Had some consequences. And so wait, which which Pokemon did you take? Pokemon Crystal. Man, that is so. It's so good. Um. Okay, we need to. We need to address something in this draft. Oh shit! What's being addressed? Well, because Crystal didn't come out in the U.S. in the year two thousand. Uh, I thought it was a year 2000 game. It might... Okay, so just check this out. So Pokemon Yellow, for example. Yeah. Pokemon Yellow came out in 1998 in Japan. It came out in Japan. It didn't come out here until October of 1999. Because I stumbled on this list here that has the... Oh, what is this? The top or the Game of the Year awards for 2000. And one of the Game of the Year awards in 2000 went to Pokemon Yellow. Hmm. So then I was like, oh shit, can I draft Pokemon Yellow? But it came out technically, what did I say, 99? I October see. 99. So it might have come out in Japan. And I know that in other drafts that we did, other drafts that we've done on bigger draft more when we did video game stuff, we were able to draft, you know, the Japanese stuff. But. Man, we did not grow up in Japan. These games, like that game, no, did not right. come out for us in two thousand. I rem- and I remember playing it, and I was like, I didn't play that in grade school. No, you're right. You're right. I need to amend my statement, and I will amend it by picking Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Uh two, two. Um, it's like Tony Hawk's Pro Skater one, except better. Oh my God, what's better? <laughs> except better. <laughs> uh, I mean, dude, like, who doesn't lo- those? Ugh. those games epitomize what growing up in the early 2000s was like. Skater culture kind of becoming massively popular. We've talked about the X Games before, becoming very popular. Um, and so, and we, you know, Ben and I were also talking earlier about how video games used to be more adventurous. Yeah. They used to be more adventurous. So you wouldn't just, like your sports game wouldn't just be a Madden or you know whatever else, it it uh, or a FIFA, right? You would have like Dave Mirra's BMX, and you would have like SXX, SSX, yeah, and and even like Wave Racer and shit like that. <clears throat> now we don't have those games are niche. You'd have to go to the PC to get something like that. I feel. Um, so uh, I mean, shit. There was even a a a 
a game for Razor scooters. There was. It was called Razor. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, um, uh, two, amazing, 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 amazing game. Uh, love the music. Love the soundtrack. Uh, the gameplay, the combos. It's awesome. It's just a really fun game. Ooh-wee. See me, see me correct course like that. Yeah, that was a pretty good correction. Actually, you were right in there. It's also the highest. It's got the highest like meta score um, on Metacritic of the year two thousand games. It was a popular game. It's right in the coattails of its first one when it came out, and it was so hyped. Oh yeah, and it dude, it did live up to the hype. It's a great game. I'm great not game. saying that like it's a bad game. No, great game. Critically acclaimed game, right behind it from Nintendo. Ooh, I know what you're gonna because pick. Tony Hawk didn't come out on Nintendo. Tony Hawk Two came out on PlayStation Two. Tony Hawk the original did come out on Nintendo, but not though. not number two. No, not number two. Number two came out on the Dreamcast and yep. the PlayStation Two. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Completely different style of game, right? First person shooter, going with Perfect Dark. Fuck yes. Dude, such an awesome game. Developed by Rare. Rare, back in the time of the N64 and all of that, and this came out for N64. Man, they had great map building. They had great games. This Banjo-Kazooie, Donkey Kong, all of those were great games. It used used an upgraded mechanic um, from 007, Goldeneye, which was like, at the time... Like, the hyped first-person oh, yeah. shooter game. Played a lot of GoldenEye. Me too. Loved GoldenEye. Golden Gun. Pew, pew. Uh, but it felt like it felt like this game was kind of a precursor to what we'd see in, uh, in like, Halo. Yeah. You know, it f- had very ha- a lot of Halo-ish feel. Oh, yeah, or Half-Life 2, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it fits right in there. Uh, in that legacy of great rare games, um, you know, rare kind of just ventured out and did something different. They were doing a lot of different stuff back then, actually. Um, but they had a lot of platformers that was kind of like their bread and butter. So doing an FPS, um, and one that still looks good today, go look at the, like, look, go Google or YouTube it, YouTube perfect dark. And, uh, you can watch a little bit of the playthrough. Looks good. And for anyone that's like, what the fuck? He's <clears throat> Rare ended up getting purchased by Microsoft. Is that so, what happened? Yeah, so that's why a lot of their stuff kind of, it feels like it carries over into the next generation of gaming. Because a lot of their engineers moved over to Microsoft. Wow. So Mic- there you go. Microsoft buys another, another uh, first-party gaming studio or buys another gaming studio and you know kind of squanders it a little bit you think so i mean that's kind of their history of squandering gaming studios that's another discussion that's another discussion oh well uh i'm gonna do my little thing like you did to to waste some time. Oh, buddy. Oh, I don't know what I'm gonna pick. Oh, oh, what you gonna do? <laughs> While you're wasting time, 
Rare also made Battletoads, uh, which was a notoriously difficult game I used to play back in the day. Um, and Conquer's Bad Fur Day, which was amazing. You ever play that? Mm -mm. Oh, so fun. So, so, so much fun. I made a mistake. What did you make a mistake on? So uh, Rare, Microsoft has not necessarily squandered Rare totally, as Rare has come out you know, in the last like 15 years with Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, the third in the trilogy, and, uh, and also um, Sea of Thieves, um, among other games. Um, these games weren't all well-received, so it's not like classic Rare mm -hmm. level quality, but um, I, I did make a mistake, I should say that. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that gave me a little time. To figure stuff out. Dang, you know, Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 came out in late 2000, like late 2000. Mm. On the PlayStation, it came out in September, and on the Dreamcast, it came out in November. But the original Tony Hawk came out at the very beginning of the year. Oh, my God. So it's like Activision thought, let's just make some more maps, yeah. add a couple more skins, and get a new soundtrack. Fuck yeah. it. Damn, they're smart. And then it scored super high. People love that game. I really feel some kind of, oh, dang. Well, oh, dang. <laughs> Ben's over here ruminating. I'm having trouble because I don't want all of the games I pick to be Nintendo games. But I feel like I'm falling into the trap of just having Nintendo titled games. There is a reason why Nintendo games are more expensive as time goes on. They're called evergreen for reasons because they're always good. They are always good. A game that's always good and actually was really hard to find up until recently, I feel like, with the Switch, is Majora's Mask. Oh, baby. I'll take that. I'll take Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. Did you play that back in the day? I didn't play it in 2000 proper. Wasn't easy to find a copy at the local video store. Right. But I did end up playing it later after high school. Okay. Um, good game. It's I like playing it more on the Switch. I'll tell you that. You can take it and go. You can take it and go. But before the Switch, it was hard to find. Oh, yeah. Like, it's way easier to find Ocarina of Time than it is to find Majora's Mask. Well, it wasn't, like, as popular. And it wasn't also just a straight sequel. It almost feels more like DLC. I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong on that, but I could see that. It, yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's an it's a wacky game too. I mean, it's definitely not for everyone. I I tried playing it back in the day, several times, and uh, I it did not like kind of. I didn't jive with it. We'll say. Really, it's funky, man. I like that funkiness. You, you there's time travel elements. I know it was fucking crazy. Oh, it's fucky. Just the fact that you're like a little wood face link is dope. Oh, it's so weird. It's and, so dope. And then there's like something more like sinister and depressing behind it where, you know, if Link does fail, he becomes the skeleton boy in the woods. Um, that's kind of some scary lore there. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, dude. I think it's a pretty good game. Oh, well, yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's a Zelda game. Yeah, it's hard to go wrong with a Zelda game, honestly. Yeah. 
you know, um, I just don't think it's a system seller. It didn't need to sell systems at this point. No, it was the end of the N64's life cycle, wasn't it? Yeah, they're getting ready. They're gearing up for the GameCube. Yeah. They need the GameCube at this point. Oh, yeah, they do. And, ooh, they're going to come out with some good games on the GameCube, which we've covered before in another draft. Bigger draft. Yeah, bigger draft. What are you taking with your second pick? I'm going to take The Sims. The Sims. Man, The Sims was a colossal waste of my youth. It was amazing. I have so many good memories playing The Sims by myself. Um, it was so magical. You know, I'd build a house, start a family, and then uh, sometimes I'd, I'd name them after my own family members, and I'd lock them in a room and put some fireworks in there, make them piss themselves, starve themselves, set themselves on fire, burn the house down. Crazy. I was a horrible, horrible overlord. Damn. <laughs> and if you didn't do that... You need to email us and let us know if I'm a de depraved sicko. You're a sick human. <clears throat> it was so fun. I actually downloaded uh, The Sims 3. I think maybe it's The Sims 2. I don't know. Um, ended up being free. That was kind of cool. Maybe it wasn't free. I don't know. Got it on my computer. Started playing it. Had some fun. Then I realized this is a waste of time. I'm already doing this in my real life. Like, I don't need to be doing it. It's definitely... <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I was already doing this in my real life. Like, yeah, what the fuck? I'm already doing this shit. Hey, hey, what the fuck? Hey, um, it's okay. It's okay. I'm already doing it. But uh, oh, it was so fun, man. It's a classic game that spawned many sequels, many, many DLC. You know, you'd have to be like it would. The Sims would be ha have to be your hobby for you to pursue buying all of the DLC individually. Um, one hundred percent. Uh, so. You know, I'm gonna pick The Sims. He goes with The Sims. Sims just a computer game. Yeah, it's a it's a, a life simulator. You know, you make little people. You can get them to have jobs and get seek out promotions by improving their skills and you know have fun or go on dates and uh, eat food, take a shit, burn the house down. See, when Sims was hot, I didn't have a computer yet to play games on. Ah. Wasn't, didn't have it like that. Yeah. Not until later. Later. Not until later. Now, now it's just not as good. Like I said, like we pay mortgages. I don't want to pay two mortgages. One, and one of them be fake. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. I want to pay two real mortgages. You pay one mortgage with your time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Time's money. Time is money. Time's money. All right, we got to get to an ad. We're going deep in this thing. Hey, you know what game came out? You know what game came out in 2000? What game? Dino Crisis. Oh, two. shit. Dino Crisis 2. Crisis de Dino 2. Nice. See. Si. Maybe not. If not, correct me on an email. Ben's, Let's go. Ben's practicing Spanish. Trying. Okay, anyways, Dino Crisis 2 came out in the year 2000. Awesome horror game. Maybe it'll get picked later. But there is a remake, a remastered version, if you will. They got us the sponsor today. We are sponsored by Capcom. There we go. Capcom, thank you. Let's go. You know what it is. Draft Snacks.
one year has passed since the third energy incident. Dr. Kirk's research on third energy has been taken over by a government agency, and massive research has begun somewhere in the Midwest. However, in their pursuit of immediate results, they have failed to take the necessary precautions, and once again, an accident has occurred. This time, the state of Illinois has disappeared in its place now lies a jungle from another time. Now, 23 years in the future, you can experience the past in the future. Witness Dino Crisis 2 in beautiful 4K. These dinosaurs will look so real, you'll pop a fear boner. With the additional PSVR 2XR5 headset, you can experience Dino Crisis in exhilarating 4D. That's right, you'll be able to feel, smell, and taste the dinosaurs. With the Ultimate Edition, we've added some new terrifying scenarios where dinosaurs will actually try to fuck you. You've never experienced sheer terror like this. If a dinosaur bites you, you'll actually lose a finger in real time. To survive, you'll have to use your wits to hide and then hunt down and cook the dinosaurs. Jump onto Amazon Prime and pre-order Dino Crisis 2 4K Ultimate Prehistoric Edition now, while supplies last. sponsored by capcom yeah <laughs> don't sue us capcom what do you think a dinosaur tastes like alligator alligator gator you had gator nah have you i know you have you're from the south i've had Ish. gator although there uh, hopefully there aren't gators in missouri i've swam in some of those muddy waters i've always I've always wondered like ooh, could a gator survive out here it gets pretty hot and humid in the summer i've uh, swam with the gators um okay Cooked with tomatoes. Well, I've got to pick a Nintendo game. A hot potato. Hot potato. With so much flavor, that means you know it wasn't cooked by a white guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, JK. I'm going to pick Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis. He went down the list to a totally mid-tennis game. Dude, it's Mario Tennis. It's so fun. It's the Mario characters... But they're playing tennis. Yeah, it's lame as fuck. Like no. we needed to see Mario playing some so bougie-ass sport. Okay, tennis is bougie, but it's <laughs> okay. Tennis is bougie, which is weird because you know there's tennis courts at almost every park that I go to, or that I've seen. Oh jeez. So it's like you could buy a racket, presumably, or get one off Craigslist for pretty cheap. Get some balls and go play tennis, right? True. And yet it's bougie. True. Anyway. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, Mario Tennis is great. I uh, was introduced to it in high school because my buddy had Mario Tennis on N N64. And at first I was like, what the fuck is this shit? This is bullshit. Let's play Mario Kart or let's play Super Smash Brothers. But I learned to love Mario Tennis uh, because it, there's just something fun about it. I don't know. Like whacking the ball back and forth. You know, it's like Pong, but it's tennis and it's with Mario characters. I love it. It's wacky. 
Mario Tennis. Mario Tennis. It's. I feel like <clears throat> it probably didn't spawn a whole bunch of uh, all the other Mario sports games. I don't know the order in which they came out. Mario Kart came out before anything, and you could you could argue that's a sport. But I mean, there's Mario Tennis, Mario Golf. Mario Golf was on the GameCube. They had Mario Super Strikers. Oh yeah, of soccer. Mario at the Olympic Games. Mm-hmm. They have well, a Mario basketball game. I don't think so, but they should because it would look goofy as hell. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Donkey Kong would be a big man <laughs> right in the post. <laughs> we need more Mario sports games. Yeah, bring that shit back. Come on, let's get some Mario rugby. Mario football. <laughs> that's, a, that's a problem that Nintendo has. They don't put out all of their old games. No. Like... You can pay for subscription services on the Switch for, you know, the old Nintendos up to 64, but you can't do any of the GameCube stuff. Not yet. GameCube's where it's at. I bet that's what they're going to do. Have you seen the new PlayStation Portable? The new PlayStation handheld that's coming out? Whoa, whoa. Look this thing up. Look it up. It looks like a Switch. PlayStation Portable. Yeah. (gasps) I don't know that it's called that, but it looks like a new Switch. Let's see. It's so sleek. Handheld could be the... Oh, PlayStation 5 handheld. Oh, my God. I guess I should have waited and just got one of these. Now I've got my clunky PS... Wow, this looks beautiful. I wonder if it's going to port similar to the Switch. Maybe. Wow. Where you plug it in and then you just hook up a controller to it. Wow. Everyone's... sick. Nintendo got the the five to six year lead on everyone, but everyone's caught up now. What's Nintendo going to do next? They... They always do something innovative. What are they going to do? Do they always? Yeah, it just doesn't usually, it doesn't always work out. Okay. Dude, the Wii U was a total flop. But it was kind of an innovative idea. It's just like, it was a flop. The Wii technically wasn't even, like the Wii was great, but it wasn't that great. No, I mean, it sold mainly because of the gimmick. You know, it got, it got, it was cheap. It was like what two, three hundred bucks, two fifty, something like that. It was really cheap, and it, that got it. That plus the Wii Sports and Wii Fit got it into people's living rooms. But it's essentially a GameCube with a motion sensor. <laughs> <laughs> For real, it, it is. It doesn't have way better graphics. I mean, Twilight Princess wasn't like no. that amazing on it. No, and it also doesn't have a DVD player or Blu-ray player. Or any of that stuff. It can play GameCube games. Oh, wait, because it's an upgraded GameCube. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the anecdote that's basically two GameCubes duct taped together. Yeah, except this is way more manageable space-wise. Yeah. <laughs> GameCube's a fucking lunchbox. Okay, third pick for your boy. Going on little tangents here, but we know you love it. I'm going to go with Resident Evil Code Veronica. Nice. Yeah, now this comes out in 2000. On the on the uh, Dreamcast, and it'll later come out on the PlayStation Two, where I will play it. But come on, this follows up Resident Evil Two right before Resident Evil Three, where we get to play as Claire Redfield again, and it starts to cross over the games. Right in the first game, you're Chris Redfield. Second game, you're Claire Redfield and Leon. In the next game, in this game, finally those two character sets are coming together and there's an interaction between leon and chris 
in the form of a letter. I don't. It's just like that must have been kind of cool to see. I know it's kind of fa- it feels fan servicey when it was happening. You know. Yeah. Now it's just like, oh no, that's just decent storytelling. But and it's the same old great Resident Evil that everyone loves: scary zombies, awesome puzzles, engaging map. I played it back in the day. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I was too dumb, stupid little kid to beat it. But uh yeah, I played it. I played that shit. I would play these games and my stepsister would sit there and watch. And it was almost like two minds going at it. Oh, I was really? just at the controls, yeah. It was so it was way easier to beat when there were two of us there yeah. doing all the puzzles together. <sighs> That's nice. Yeah. Cause it it is kind of hard to see something. When you're just looking at it from your own perspective. Exactly. Those games can be tricky, actually. Especially, like, the new... The remakes make it so much easier. They make it very clear. And it's, the the puzzles are, you know... I don't, I don't think they're dumbed down. They just make it clear. Like, you know, what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, if you pay attention. The old ones, though, you know... Like, it wasn't always clear if something was clickable or not. You know? Right. Game studios hadn't made those quality of life enhancements yet. And in those, in the, I haven't played any of the remakes. Are, do the remakes have like fixed cameras like the old ones? No. See, that's a big difference. Oh, those yeah. fixed camera angles, sometimes you're looking from like the ground up and mm-hmm. you can't see some stuff. Oh, yeah. Angles are everything. They are. Ooh. This team's wrapping up pretty nicely. I started off heavy on Nintendo, but you really can't go wrong when you have a Legend of Zelda title. They're all instant classics. Same with Resident Evil. Just, come on. These are banger titles. We still got, well... Yeah, I was about to say, are they still making Legend of Zelda games? Duh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, new one about to come out in March, April? Something like that. Ah, shit. It's my last pick. It is my last pick. Do I go with Crazy Taxi? WWF SmackDown 2? WWF No Mercy? (laughs) (laughs) Multiple WWF games coming out. Donkey Kong Country on the Nintendo Game Boy Color. What? Marvel vs. Capcom? Come on. No, you know what? I'm going to go with the one of the launch titles for the PlayStation 2 by EA Sports. And this is you kind of talked about this earlier uh, with how it felt like games were so much more creative back in the day. And I think in the fourth round, considering what this game was and it was to the system, um, I think this is a fucking value pick by far. Hard to beat in the fourth round. SSX. Nice. And it's a snowboarding game. How many snowboarding games have you really played outside of like an arcade? This Just game, this, that one. Yeah, this game felt very much like something you would find in an arcade, in a mall, but so much more expansive. And it was super popular. They made a second one, SSX Two, and it was also yeah. a pretty popular game. But similar to Tony Hawk, awesome soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Great playable characters. Oh, yeah. Because it was on the PlayStation 2, it had a leg up on Tony Hawk Pro Skater graphics-wise because it, it was just more polished. Yeah. 
A lot more polygons in the characters. PS2 was powerful. PS2 was so powerful. But yeah, SSX, and that was a launch title with, with the PlayStation 2. So you can't be mad at it. No. Can't be mad at it. Very fun game. I played little snippets of it. Um, I think it had a demo or something. PlayStation in the day was known for their demo discs. Oh, both man. PlayStation and PlayStation 2. And so yeah, if you went to if you went to any store that would sell <clears throat> video games, they always had the displays and in the displays they had the demos and that was definitely a demo map. Oh yeah. In the PlayStation 2 demo disc. Oh yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, those demo discs were really fun. Um man, that that's a good pick. Uh Hmm, what direction do I want to go in? I'm going to pick Crazy Taxi as it's one of those unique games that came out um, at a time when it also seemed more common to bring arcade-style games, like you were saying, with something like SSX, into the living room. Yeah. Now, I would say that's not so common unless you count like an FPS as an arcade-style game. Um, I don't think, think first-person shooters are like those that you'd find in an arcade. No, because you don't have the gun. The gun kind of makes it the arcade, right? But also with the arcade, it's not a free navigating environment. It's linear. It's so scripted. Yeah. Like the game moves you through stages. Right. You're just stationary with a gun. So would you rather trade... There's a question for you. Would you rather trade that experience, a linear experience with an engaging controller, or that... That free-flowing experience with just the handheld controller. Oh, I like the free-flowing 100%. Yep. Yeah, that's how I feel. Um, I, but that that experience does have its time and place in an arcade, the linear experience. That being said, back then, they were bringing all sorts of stuff into video games uh, from the arcade. And, and you know, one of those uh, experiences is, arcade experiences is Crazy Taxi. They made two of them. Crazy Taxi 1, Crazy Taxi 2. I'm drafting Crazy Taxi. Very good game. Released on the Sega Genesis. Uh, not Sega Genesis. Sega Dreamcast initially. Um, you take control of one of several different characters who are all very interesting. Um, and this seems to take place in, you know, something like California. You know, some derivation of, of California. Like, maybe San Francisco. Um, and all these characters look interesting and have fun things that they, they shout out and say as you go along the way. Uh, they have different stats and different taxis that you can drive. And so your goal is to pick up people and, uh, and take them to their destination. Now, these people will vary in difficulty in terms of like uh, length to get there and then the time that you have to get there. Uh, and they'll let you know that by their color coding. Um, and it ends up being really fun. The music is super fun. You have to try to make money while you're doing it. So you'll, you actually get paid for your fares based on your performance and you make all these crazy jumps while you're doing it. So in a way it's also kind of like a sports game too, as you're like, just, you know, pounding around town. Uh, I think if I remember correctly, maybe this was only in the second one. I can't remember, but you could actually like make hydraulics, you know, your, your taxi had like hydraulics <laughs> to actually make a jump. Pretty cool. I love crazy taxi. 
Um, to this day, when I go to an arcade, if they have Crazy Taxi there, I'll play it because it's it holds up. It's just a fun experience. Came out in '99 in the arcade. Did it really? A lot of Sega games were arcade games. Sega's an arcade game machine. Yeah. So it makes sense. They would always they would release their stuff early in arcades, and that was a game that came out a whole year before it came out on Dreamcast. Dude, it's crazy. That game is 24 years old and it still plays well in the arcade. It has it has such an arcade feel. Yeah. It feels like that quintessential car game that you would see in an arcade. And I'm not saying that because it's been in there for so long. I mean, but you think about the car games that came before it, this is just a better version of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well that That's dope. Yeah. I love that game, man. My mom got hooked on that. Got some damn good teams here. Oh yeah. Now we gotta gotta put them to the test. Oh you wanna put them to the test. Oh yeah. You wanna put them to the test. Oh, That's right, boy. Brother. He's trying to put it to right oh. You know what that means. You hear that music? You know what that means. Man, I grew out my stubble just for this duel. You know what that means. Man, you know what? What? I also got a bandana for it, too. Do you? Oh, fuck yeah. You know what I got? Huh? I got a nice wool vest. (laughs) Western cut. Ooh, looking like a cowboy. Oh, yeah. You looking like a cowpoke. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, cowpoke can still poke. They can still poke a poke. Well, but you can't poke around in these parts, partner. We'll see about that. Okay, well, let's see what you got. Oh, man, I'm going to bring you down. We'll see about that. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 is the superior game to Perfect Dark. Perfect Dark is a really cool cult classic. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 is a fucking legend. Okay, it's got the top Metacritic score of all the, all the 2000s games, and it was recently remade and was successful. So Perfect, that, Bar- Perfect Dark's been remade and re-released. That's not a great reason. Not, and it took not so, recently. And it took... That's how long it took. If it was so great, they would have re-released it, you know, sooner than 23 fucking years after. And when they re-released it, they had to re-release it in a pack because it wasn't good enough to be by itself because since Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 came out, there are way better skateboarding games. But there's not a better Perfect Dark. You can't replace... Dude, what? Perfect what? Dark. Wait, what Can't skateboarding? What what skateboarding game is better than Tony Hawk? Skate. No. The skate series uh-uh. shits no, on Tony Hawk. No. Yes, it does. And we've gone over this before in previous podcasts. Thrasher Skate and Destroy is a better skateboarding game. For anyone that doesn't know anything about skateboarding, yeah, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, that's okay. But it's so mid if you think about what skateboarding is. Not the best skateboarding game. So far from it. But you know what? It's okay. <laughs> it's on your team. It's not on my team. Perfect Dark crushes. You know what else crushes? Majora's Mask. Also, Cult Classic. My first two picks, Cult Classics, but they still hold near and dear, and they play great. They play great. Who's playing old-ass Sims? Dude, There's that, like 30 Sims. The Sims is the OG, man. It started everything, and it plays great. And it's not just a Cult Classic. It spawned DLC, my brother. My brother in Christ. It was so popular, it spawned multiple, multiple DLCs and sequels. This game was a money machine, baby. It sounds like you're making the case that Sims was the first game to have DLC. I don't know. 
But but that's not true. That's not true. No, Roller Coaster Tycoon came out before Sims, and it had expansion DLC come out the year that Sims came out. Yeah, but I'm not so, ma- I'm so, not making the argument that it had. Uh, I'm just saying the way you played that off, it almost sounded like no, no, no. no. You I was were just going there that it didn't have just one DLC; it had multiple. As did uh, most computer games. But that was what made computer games great. It also wasn't just a cult classic. You you can't just pick up a computer game and be like, you know what makes this game great? It's DLC. Almost all computer games had DLC. Yeah, but this was also a super popular franchise. I mean, it's just like... It it, was, but what I'm saying is, again, like after, after the next one comes out, who needs the first one? You don't even need the first one. That's like Mario versus Mario 3. Oh, it's still good. Yeah, it's, it's still it, good. It's mid. It's mid. So you got a Mario game though. Mario Tennis. Oh my God. Uh, I mean, I just think this game holds up better than Resident Evil Code Veronica. You are fucking <laughs> tripping. You are fucking tripping. I think this there control no scheme way. holds up better in this day and age than like, and also the graphics too and playability. Resident Evil Code Veronica, great game back in 2000, but 23 years later. Mario Tennis is, I mean, it holds up. Now, it doesn't. They haven't made it. They barely, Nintendo barely makes it accessible. That doesn't make it, that doesn't make it a better game. And, yeah, it's not, I mean, and it's not fun to play with the N64 controller. I'm sorry. Not fun to play with the N64 <laughs> controller. It's not the truth. Resident Evil Code Veronica holds up. All the Resident Evils hold up. That's why they remake all the old ones in a pattern. This one will get remade soon. You just watch. They already remade the second one in the last year or two. Maybe it was more than that. I don't know. But you're tripping saying that it holds up more than Code Veronica. You're fucked. <laughs> the fourth round's the battle of the arcade game, and SSX stomps out Crazy Taxi. Better mechanics, better graphics, better soundtrack, better characters. It's not just a monotonous drive a character here, drive a character here. It's got engaging maps. Better game, baby. Better game. I, uh, I, I don't know. I loved Crazy Taxi. I don't know that I can argue that it's a better game. I just know that I loved it. And I, it's, it holds a place near and dear in my heart. I think SX, I think they both are in the arcade. Or there's some sort of snowboard equivalent in some arcades. Is, is it SSX? I'm pretty sure that I said the battle of the arcade games. oh okay yeah you did my bad i missed that um yeah i don't know I, I i mean i think they're both good games they're both really fun and uh you know i'll take the i'll take the tie on that one <laughs> you you talk about the metacritic score a bunch for the tony hawk pro skater 2 oh yeah but if our teams were scored based off metacritic score i beat your ass like I stomped your ass out. Did Tony you? Hawk Pro Skater Two? It has Metacritic score ninety eight, mm-hmm. Perfect Dark ninety seven, mm-hmm. NFL two K one. No one got it. I wanted to pick pick Metal Gear Solid on the Game Boy Color, but I didn't. That was the one near and dear to my heart. But I didn't pick it because I already had two Nintendo titles. Okay. Okay. So then there's that Baldur's Gate with a ninety five. Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. 95. Okay, so that's two of mine. You have one of yours. Okay. The next one after that is Resident Evil Code Veronica. 94 out of 100. What's the next one? Okay, and then uh, we go down Final Fantasy 9, Chrono Cross, Jet Set Radio. That's a pretty fucking good game. Damn. 
Tony Hawk Pro Skater, Rayman 2, and then SSX. If we were, I'm just saying, I, I don't base teams based off Metacritic scores. You hyped it up a lot. But if you're going to hype that up a lot, the best team based <laughs> off Metacritic, it's not even close. Mine stomps on yours. Storms. Ben does have the Metacritic score on his side. But that, that doesn't is, matter. That is That true. doesn't matter. That, that doesn't, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you let us know yeah. which team you thought won. Let us know. Let us know who you thought won, because you know what? That's the end. That's right. That's the end of this short draft. Moderately short draft. Moderately. But we know you're not disappointed. It's contact. Disappointment. It's contact. It's content. Full body contact. Gotta learn to speak. Damn. That's right. Job is talking in a mic and I can't even do it right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Um, as we know, it's the most precious thing we all have is, is it's very limited. Uh, please email us at mountdraftmore at gmail.com. That's mtdraftmore at gmail.com. If you have questions, concerns, comments, uh, if you, you know, had a awkward experience on a first date and you want to let us know, that's great. What team would you have chosen? That's also something we would like to read out other people's teams too. Yeah. Yeah, if you want to sponsor an episode, you can do that. Send us emails. We will read them live. You know what? Here, this is a testament to us reading live. We'll go to the Gmail right now and see, has anyone emailed us? Oh, man. Have you sent us an email? Oh, man. Is it waiting to be read? Oh, boy. The, the anticipation. I'm on the edge building. of my seat. Are you ready? I'm ready. Oh, there's nothing. Ah! People, so send us an email, mountdraftmore.com, mtdraftmore.com at gmail, not dot com. <laughs> <laughs> mtdraftmore at gmail.com. <laughs> we'll get on those. We'll read them to you. And we will see here. We will see you here again next week. Until then, be safe. Peace.